And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 153, yeah, 153 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. <laughs> and I'm Brian. This is the one where we're going to sing, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are. Oh, yes. We are going to, to sing, to sing, to sing, to sing. That's not, you're not yes, even singing. You're just saying sing. the words in a pattern. Yes. Welcome to episode 153 of Panelology. I am Alex. <laughs> Jenna. <laughs> and I'm Brian. <sighs> and we're back. Back in your ear holes. Guess who's back? From outer back space? Back again. Oh, the real Slim Shady? Shady's back. Wait, that, that was it? That was yeah, right? I got it? Those are the lyrics, yeah. Oh no. I was trying to jump to the other thing. I didn't realize that was the thing you were doing. Mm. Welcome to episode 153 of <laughs> I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Happy we break... April Fools, That's everybody. how we break the podcast. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know anymore what we're doing. <laughs> This is our third podcast in 12 hours. Yes. <laughs> so we're a little, whoa. We've got the podcast madness setting in. Yes. Yeah. Only Brian is here to save our sanity. Huh. So we're screwed. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm about to be in a noodle coma, so that's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Call those nomas here. Nice. Noma, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you guys say your names? You guys said your names, right? We, I don't we, have to say my name again. For several. The, for the fourth time? like several. No, you don't have to se- do it for the fourth No, I time. didn't. I didn't say it. Not even once. Okay. Not even once. Got it. Yes. Uh. <laughs> no, it wasn't even. It wasn't even enough, Brian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm Alex? <laughs> <laughs> nice try. No. <laughs> okay. So, we're recording this right after we recorded 152. <laughs> Because we've all got travel planned coming yes. up in the past as you're listening. Because wibbly wobbly timey wimey <laughs> We stuff. will have mostly just gotten home, mostly. Time is a noodle. Well, you two will have gotten home. So I said yeah. mostly. Yeah. Right. Um, so instead of talking about books that aren't out yet when we're recording, we're going to talk about books that have been out for a while that we haven't gotten to because we read them yeah. in trade. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff where we're like, it's really good. I'm going to pick it up in trade. Yeah. That's this one. Some and of those. We're not playing by our live show rules. We're not nope. playing by spooptacular rules. Nope. We're just going wet and wild in this one. So wet, so wild. Mm-hmm. O-L-O. For anybody who doesn't know the shirts, um, if you're a lady, the O, are, we have shirts. And the O's are right. Wait, wait, wait. Girls have shirts? <laughs> in this world, girls have shirts and they're allowed to wear them. I knew I was in the wrong time. Um, <laughs> nope. But yeah, our merchandise, the O's, uh, it may not be the same for everyone because all boobs are different, but they f- they are right on my boobs. They're right on them. So all you see is panel, oh, hello. Hello, G. Panel, hello, G. That's right. Olo. Olo. That's the, it's not yellow anymore. Now it's just Olo. Olo. Panels only live once. That's true. Panels only live once. G. I'm Alex. G. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
just, wow. This let's is, just scrap this, this one. This is a fun Nobody, one Nobody's going to want to listen to this. Oh, once I cut out all the silences, it'll be funnier, but also more manic. <laughs> Don't worry. So, like, the inside of my brain. Yeah. Or at least I think it's funnier. It's With, fine. Without the big red. <laughs> oh. Ugh. These guys keep trying to convince me to drink nope, a not these guys. giant Only red 40 soda. <laughs> Only one of them. Hit not me. Not me. <laughs> hit, him, hit him, Alex. Hit me. So do we want to talk about comics? Yes. Probably. Okay. Specifically, some trade. Yes. Unless we want to start that other podcast. Which other podcast? The one that's not about comics. You're going to have to be more specific than that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the one about good. movies I haven't seen before? No. no. The one about the one about uh, the podcast where we talk about not talking about comics. Yes. Uh, that one. All right. Anti-panelology. Yeah. <laughs> not comicsology. <laughs> not comics. That's what we're going to call it. Not there's comicsology. It's the, the callback. <laughs> Sunstone. We're going to talk about Sunstone. Sunstone. Yeah. We're going to dip our toe into this with some mm. European relationship comics about lesbians and a BDSM relationship. Yes. Yeah, Stefan Jake. It's very, very good. Now, he released this whole thing in DeviantArt first, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. This was like his I Want to Like Art Again project. Yeah. And he continues to release this first on DeviantArt, and then it only gets printed in trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is one of Image's most successful books. I can't <laughs> imagine why. Because it's very good. It's true. Okay. It's really, really good. It's it has... not all about the naughty bits, Brian. They, they, they I, come... I didn't even go there yet. I was going to say, it's really, really good. It's step on shade artwork, so it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's about BDSM lesbian they, they, they come for the BDSM <laughs> See, lesbian love. Third. They stay for the amazingness that is every part of it. Yeah. So, this was your pick, Jen, for this week. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it was. Can you imagine somebody picking this and it not being me? No? Okay, good. I um, can only imagine. Yeah. I think that this is a really, really good book, not only because it is beautiful and sexy, because uh, it is, period. Yeah, like, don't read this in front of people, because <laughs> it it is all naked, straight up. Like, makes sex criminals look a little tame sometimes. Uh, well, it's different. It's different. different. It's just different. different. You're, right. You're right. In different ways. Although fewer, it is a sexy comic about relationships. Right, yeah. Fewer so, yeah. jizz demons. Yeah, way okay. fewer jizz demons. Fair enough. More way fewer accessories yeah <laughs> yeah um with loops <laughs> as somebody who finds an obsession and then buys everything associated with it and to the point of me not having money most of the time um i love Allie. i love Allie so much Allie is probably one of my favorite characters in comics period mm-hmm. i love lisa too but yeah. Allie's like my lonely yeah. lonely spirit animal yeah yeah that tracks yeah yeah i'm sure none, none of the rest of us can identify with that no no. Spending too much money on a hobby or something we're into. No, <laughs> no of course not. No, that's not how we started this. Starting podcasts without it, I don't know, something like that. Ordering 10,000 Mylar comic bags. <laughs> <laughs> the good ones, the UV protection ones. Damn straight. <laughs> Damn, Brian. <sighs> So how, what? How do we want to? How do we want to delve Talk into this it. one? Go. Well, um, okay. So, <laughs> which is the same problem the characters have to start, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Right. How do we? How do we do <laughs> this? Well, let me let me first, because and I think this is going to be maybe just a recurring thing sure. today for this episode, because all of us are at different points in most of the yeah, books we're talking. Yes, about. that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're probably not going to be like super concerned about spoilers, but also not going to like go nuts either, because we're all at different points. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I'm sick volumes into this i'm current on this so let me just back up and do a little structural explanation yeah sure 
Um, so Sunstone is about these two specific characters, Allie and Lisa, and the first five volumes are their relationship. Mm -hmm. And as Shayek builds out this world, he builds out all these supporting characters and all these other relationships and individual characters' histories and, like... Lisa's best friend Alan is a recurring character in this and you meet like you see flashbacks to his girlfriend at one time and why he's hesitant about BDSM relationships and his role in Lisa uh uh figuring out who she is and how she wants to do stuff Mm -hmm. and like they're supporting characters for these five arcs and then volume five of Sunstone is like the end of the Lisa and Allie story and it moves on in six to Alan and another character named Anne and kind of their individual stories and how they came to meet each other. And Allie and Lisa are in those too, but it kind of shifts focus. It would be like if you if you took a, a sitcom and then had a spinoff, but right. there were like a lot of bleed over between characters. Right. Yeah. Um, like the show kind of became the spinoff. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like the Arrowverse stuff yeah, okay. in a way. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so there's, there's like a whole universe of this planned basically that kind of revolves through sets of characters. Volume 6 just came out in trade. It's called, it's published as Sunstone, colon mm-hmm. Mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, Shayek just kind of calls the arc Mercy, and it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be a few volumes, and it's going to move over to the next uh, set of characters. So, yeah. like, I'll go ahead and tell mm-hmm. you, like, from from one through five into six, there's going to be some repetition in six. You could jump on totally blind there, um, but it, it's giving you a different perspective. So that's kind of big picture, sort of what everything that's out does. Right. It's also good. It's so good. So we open with Allie. No, Lisa. Sorry. We open with Lisa attempting to sit down and write the book of this relationship and all of her friends and how they explore this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows a bunch of their backstory and things like that. And it was just really cool getting to see them talk about like growing up, finding their thing. Yeah. That was, that was interesting because you don't see a lot of that. And you don't see a lot of people talk about, you know, how did you get into this this fetish thing that you like. Right. Um, because you don't have a lot of people talking about fetish things that they like. You a lot more now, but right. but not so openly. Especially yeah. not here in here in the South where we are. And not in a way <laughs> and again, like this is it's it's like there's a thing Shake said on a live stream a while back, like, this is not porn. When I do porn, they'll know it. Like, yeah. in a way that is yeah. not that is not to get off to. Right. right. And and, is, and yeah. for the most part, I mean when it gets into the any sort of there's no I don't think you well as far as I've seen I don't think you ever seen any sort of like penetration or anything. Uh, never explicitly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's not it's all about the implication. It's the implication. <laughs> it's the implication. <laughs> and you made it weird again. Well, like you, you, you took an Alex power. <laughs> I mean, there are practical reasons why you don't. Yeah. You yeah. can't put that on DeviantArt. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, there actually is, I can think of one panel in Volume 6 that the uncensored, because he, he straight up had to censor some things mm-hmm. for DeviantArt for 6, because it is a male-female relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can think of, like, one panel that actually might. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. But, yeah, I mean... It, in, in it's, general. No. Right. But yeah. it's but not It's not, not about that. About. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's where... Yeah. In, like, what, three or four hundred pages of comics about sex you never see. Because it's not that. That's not what it's Right. It is a central storytelling device in this story. Indeed. But it is not what it's about. Right. Well, and to what you were saying, the focus on how is, like, the lifeblood of this series. It doesn't stop just because you're out of volume one. When you get further in, like I mentioned earlier, I think it's volume three gets into, like, a past relationship that Alan was in and why he doesn't want 
want to come hang out in you know in the club that they all go to right yeah this is like this whole thing is about character motivations yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you this when you get toward the end you just need to plan to make an afternoon of reading four and five together because i made the mistake of like reading four on my ipad going to bed and and i'm like well no i can't stop there i have to get to the end oh my one of those okay yeah like the back half of this just go ahead and plan to like read all at once okay because it's it's non-stop yeah good it's good it's beautiful it's got great characters it does it does have really great characters yeah yeah what else about sunstone yeah i feel like we can say so many things i mean i don't want to stop i don't ever want to stop talking about this book now that we're finally talking about it (laughs) we've waited so long i know (laughs) 152 episodes it took to finally get here so it's so odd trying to like it's i think it's honestly it's easier with the three of us who have already read it so right no yeah it's really hard to describe this to somebody who hasn't read it's it. weird telling somebody to read this book it is it is i mean i've told a lot of people to read this book. yeah i'm unashamed about this no I, what do you think makes it weird purely the implications the preconceived <laughs> notions people have about as soon as you say BDSM what they think the right. story is yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they immediately go to Fifty Shades of Grey yeah. and you're like no please God fucking stop it now please fucking stop okay I like <laughs> I'm saying my safe word stop yeah. it <laughs> my safe word is stop <laughs> yeah um well I think the thing that I think helps this is the context that you kind of came into talking to it about talking about it with mm-hmm and that is on the page at one point like if you are a comics nerd you buy comics and you do you know, yes you get deep in if you buy if you're a video game nerd or a tabletop nerd or a photography nerd or a whatever nerd yeah you get deep in like this is about people who like this is fun and the act of figuring out how to do the thing right i mean and, and that's a lot of how- like that's a lot of what ali talks about yeah or lisa via ali yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah. um is that they are sex nerds yeah. they're nerds for sex they want to do this thing and they want all of the fun toys and all of the weird manuals and specifically there's a couple of places where Allie talks about how like it's her creative outlet Mm -hmm. like like she's come up with all these different plans and ideas and things that she wants to do yeah it's almost like a D&D campaign Uh, it's like a sexual D&D campaign I mean I'm cool with that Alan's road in is like he likes designing gear and costumes right it's almost more about the design than anything else to him yeah it just happens to be that this That's is a the cool aesthetic. job i kind of want that job i feel no, like i could really excel so cool? at that maybe we need to open that merch store <laughs> <laughs> you design all bill hell yeah I'll run social media, I guess. <laughs> the fun jobs Ooh. just got taken in front of me. Oh, you could still wait, design wait, wait. and build. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Social media for this would be the best job ever. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. Can I change? You can design all build or I'll do social media. We'll take turns. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Switch. I think you're missing yeah. part of the. I think it'd be here. helpful to have um, either side of that yeah. on both, design, both too. Both sides. Of yeah. That. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> the first person to say I'll beta test no no just stop <laughs> beta I hardly <laughs> uh, um, I'm so glad you stopped <laughs> <laughs> at this point I don't even need to say the rest of it. <laughs> no you really you really don't uh, I was about to have to say sunstone <laughs> <laughs> but back on track like this is not 
And I guess it almost starts to feel like we're bordering too close on, well, it's not this to make something. But for real, like, the thing that makes it weird maybe to talk about is it's the background and it's the context, but it's not what the comic is about. No, yeah. And, like, it's not what the comic is about. Yes, people have sex in the comic, and yes, it gets into, like, later on even trauma Mm -hmm. involving, like, scenes gone wrong and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's very much grounded in interpersonal. Right. And it it even, like, it goes into the, the principles of BDSM, which is trust. You have to trust, period, the end and done. Um, and I feel like you really have to work on that principle as far as reading this comic. You have to trust it to go to the right places and to do yeah. the right things. And it does. Yeah, and like it does that set up so well that sort of in the back half, like a lot of the tension that builds is like, okay, are they going to break these rules? Are they going to violate this? Right. Like it mm. teaches just sort of the, the communication and the trust and the safety like a lot of it's about safety yeah yeah but all of those things so well are built in that it actually can trade in them later for dramatic tension yeah oh almost like story building uh-huh. imagine, imagine that. i know right <laughs> yeah all right what else? do you want to talk a little bit more about like the actual characters yeah sure since we we know what they do so yeah. um Allie is a software engineer yes who sold her product very early and got big big money got a lot of money got big big money to spend yeah no, um, no, no whammies. Well, she, maybe some whammies. And she's the dom, right? Yes, and she is the dom. Um, mm-hmm. and she's new to this whole thing in volume one. She yeah. she's never done it before. She has thought about it and, like, right. like I said, planned Plan, out all these different yeah. things, right? Kind of like a DM who's never run a session, right? But has come up with all these ideas that they could do, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Lisa, Lisa, yes. who is, is a, a sub, writer. yeah, yes. a writer, and she works at a diner. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also never done it before, and they meet in a chat room like online uh like ally post comments on her stories yeah yeah oh yeah that's what it is her stories yeah mm-hmm. yeah because she a writes a whole bunch of story. fanfic yeah. and i love it they're, they're both these big big nerds yes. it's great they're total nerds yes. yeah um so they decide to meet up for the first time and they're both so nervous and it's so freaking adorable which hey you should be nervous trying to meet somebody online for the first time period um also the only thing that I had any sort of problem with is that the first time they meet in person was at Allie's house. Yeah. Don't that, do that, yeah. my yeah, dudes. That is, that is not the safest. No. Right. Even if you've been talking to this person for um two months. Hold on. It's been two months. Calm down. Don't go to someone's house. Public that restaurant you meet. is a great place. Public. <laughs> public. Very public. And then go to their house if you feel good about it. Sure. Yeah. That's totally fine. We've all been there. It's cool. Do it. We we all know how easy it is to misinterpret signals, in, yep. intentions, mm-hmm. and signals. Yes, in written things online. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. And but that's literally the, the only the know. only problem I have with this entire book. <laughs> yeah. there's period. Our, there's our PSA. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, and the context for them getting together, and this is I think relevant because it becomes also a source of tension later. Like they're not trying to do this as any sort of romantic thing. This no, is specifically yeah. like to play scenes together. Right. Yeah. Yep. Let's play. Yeah. Today on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no. I want to go for it. I'd watch that Twitch stream. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. It's going exactly where you think no. it's going. I was thinking, isn't that a service called something other than Twitch? Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Is it really Switch? Okay, I was going to be like Google. Google, take me to this Switch. Hey Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> oh, she's listening. Turn her off. She's always listening. I know. <sighs> She recognized, hey Siri, she's always listening and says, I'm not sure I understand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, play coy with us. Yeah. We, Safe word, you. Siri. Safe word. 
That's what you need. You do need to, need to be able to program a safe word into Siri and your phone just melts when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would forget. <laughs> like, God damn it. No, no, my phone. No, I know what yours could be. You would never forget. No, you're right. You're right. I would yeah. never intentionally it would, and it say would that. It have to be immersed, of an emergency for you to say mm-hmm. it. Yes. But other people around me would say it all the time. Yeah, that's true. So that's I'd, have, true. I'd go through a lot of phones. Yeah. Yeah. You have to Fuckers. respond to only to your voice. Yeah, there we go. See, there you go. So we've covered Lisa and Allie. Yeah, well, that's... We've I already mean, talked about Alan. Alan. Alan, yeah. Alan Allie's met friend. Allie in college and... They're, they were formerly in a relationship, too. Yes. Not, again, not a romantic relationship. No. Just no. a, hey, we both enjoy this. Let's figure out how to enjoy this safely with each other. And but then, they're both doms, so it, it yeah, didn't work out. Exactly. <laughs> they figured that's not the right combination. No. <laughs> Yeah. No, um, that's that's way too much alpha behavior there. Yeah, uh, Alan's sister is also friends with Allie okay. and the group. Yeah, and I am blanking on her name because it has been a minute. But her sister and her husband both, Anne, who I mentioned earlier, shows up a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anne originally in in the DeviantArt stuff, Anne was part of, wasn't she? That was Anne, right? Yeah, she was part of the tattoo this... artist. I mean, there's no real, there's not a lot of words in the DV, early DeviantArt stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was Alan and Allie and Lisa and Anne all in this big group together. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that I've actually seen a lot of the early just like it's good stuff concept sketches. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it all like evolved over time when he started listening to these characters and finding out, hey, we have stories to tell you instead of you telling stuff about us. It sort of evolved. Yeah, it's it really cool. I really like it. Imagine that a yeah. writer listening to their characters mm. and writing good stuff. What a shock! I know. So yeah, anything else on Sunstone? It's very good. It's a very healthy look at any relationship, I think. Yeah. But yeah. but especially like the BDSM community. I do think one of the things I was going to say. I do think it's it is a really good example of how much communication there has to be in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Period. Like. But like it, like it points out why it's so important in this particular instance. But it applies to all relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. And it's all still up on DeviantArt. Like yeah. again, the new stuff still gets. Published there. He's under Shinies, S H I N I E Z. Yep. Um, so you can go check <clears> this <throat> out there before you buy it anywhere. And his wife actually writes and draws a comic that yes. is in continuity with this stuff. She draws a couple, actually. Are, is more than just one in continuity with this? Which one are you thinking of? Bloodstain? Switch is also. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. I don't think it like oh. overlaps a bunch. I think it's the same kind of like someone is in the same. Wait, is this the MMO? official comics for Switch? Well, yeah, streaming? well, that's the thing in Bloodstain. <laughs> is that they're in they're in the no not switch swing i'm sorry swing. switch switch is shayx okay uh, uh, <laughs> uh who's the image character who has the thing that fuses to the arm you guys are reading or were reading the book oh. recently which blade which blade switch is shayx teen which blade book swing oh, right. is yes. linda shayx you're right, you're right. okay you're right. Because Switch sounds, I'm sorry, Switch sounds like it belongs in the same universe. It does, yeah. But Swing Swing also does, does, yes. Yeah. I think Swing is also in that universe. Cool. Because I know that the two main characters in Bloodstain are in the guild that Alan and uh, Allie are in. They all play And and eventually Lisa. Poor, poor, sweet baby Lisa. I feel like that's (laughs) that's me. She is by far (laughs) the most innocent, I think, of this. I I say that in... Uh. (laughs) <laughs> she's the newest she's the newest okay that, yeah. yeah that's a better phrase yeah, yeah that's a better yeah. Word it. yeah and i love like the first volume and i'm sure that it goes into the second volume too goes into like a lot of identity issues that she has mm-hmm. 
in saying, you know, I'm not a lesbian. I just do this for fun. Yeah. Turns out, hey, guess what? You love Allie. Yeah. So yes. you do fall on the scale there. Yeah. Lady. Yeah. So she has to come to terms with like her own personal identity in this too. Yeah. And it gets into like dealing with family and relationships with, you know, external to mm-hmm. what's going on with, with Lisa. And right. Friends. Very good. Yeah. I, I would not recommend this to everybody, but. I would recommend this to most people. Yeah, I agree. In order to um really look at how a relationship anyone should was, work. Anyone who is open enough to look past that subject matter to see what the story yeah. really is. I would. Also, just be open to some light bondage if you well, want. Okay, but. but, 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 but <laughs> don't don't yuck people, anybody's yums. Some and people are sex repulsed. That's so, true. That's right. true. And that's kind of yeah. That is yeah. also fair and valid, and I don't yeah. want Very us fair to and valid. diminish that. Yes, absolutely. It, that is in this book. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. is not something you are comfortable with, then that is cool, and maybe this isn't for you. But right. I don't want to. I don't want to ignore that. Yeah. Um, All right. Redneck Brian, this was one of your picks. It was. It's so not you could one of mine. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Redneck Volume Two. Yeah. This was issue six to ten. This is after they have to flee Sulphur Springs. Mm-hmm. And wow. <laughs> Shit got real I in this volume. I didn't, I didn't yes. Think, I didn't think things could get a whole lot worse of what happened that when they had to leave Sulphur Springs. Mm. I was mistaken. Yes, you were. <laughs> this is the only book on our list today that I didn't have time to read a little bit more um, yesterday. So and I'm gonna be quiet. I was. Um, I'll be that way when we get to Seven to Eternity. What I was most <laughs> shocked about was Perry. Yes, like the the Landry thing, I, I could totally see coming. Yeah, you you find Not out exactly how it happened, but like I, something very similar that you knew was something like that was going to happen. Yeah, the Perry thing that was I was not expecting. Yeah, you find out a hidden backstory on a character that completely changes you. every dynamic. Not only your period. viewpoint of them, but their complete and total viewpoint of themselves. Yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, I think everybody knows, but the boys, right? now yeah um but she's she's scary too oh yeah perry is the most powerful of I them think, yeah i think she is yeah yeah scary um, scary vampire children are just the best and then uh we have a character who's taken out early in this yes that um, you don't you don't expect that to happen did, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very ned stark moment yes <laughs> yes yeah, because you're like, oh, this person's gonna stick around. They're awesome. They're the biggest. They're they're one of the baddest mofo's. Oh, yeah. now he's dead. Okay, poorly Roy Brown. <laughs> yeah, and then we also get the involvement, and I think this is uh, this is probably one of the most interesting sides of this to me. Is we get, and I can't remember the, who are their helpers again. I know it's evil and. Uh, Oh, Phil? Phil and Evil, maybe, yeah. Is it Phil? I maybe think so. Um, but how Phil gets captured by the police and take, turned over to the feds. And that whole involvement between him and the feds was not... <laughs> I, that was an interesting addition to this that I was not... Didn't see coming. Yeah. Like the, like the local cops, when they start getting involved, totally expect that. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like you, that's that's going to end poorly for you. enforcement's going to be involved, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, when this other piece comes in, I'm like, ooh, this is, like, not... Yeah, this is like gonna not be easy for them to deal with. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I love Phil's like, no, you don't understand what's going on, and you just need to let me to handle this. And then, okay, thanks. Probably, I have to say that my favorite part was the origin of evil, the backstory for evil. Oh yeah, good god. And you find out like why evil is actually involved in all this. Yeah, you don't see uh, a whole hell of a lot of evil mm-mm. 
other than you know cleaning up right doing up until this point. evil or speak evil you don't speak evil no evil doesn't speak it's true um, but at this moment, you're like, oh, no, I can see that in him. Yeah, yeah. He is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Like, like, possibly, I would say, the third most dangerous in this story, possibly. If not the most. He might be the most dangerous. Yeah, maybe. Because one of them, like, that's a lot of fluff. They're not really dangerous. Yeah, well. Perry's pretty dangerous. Perry's pretty dangerous. And, well, I, maybe I should say was dangerous. <laughs> Yeah. Now I don't know. Well, we already talked about them getting killed. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that character. I mean, this is two years old at this point. You can... Is it really? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Shady. Is it Shady? Is that Shady, yeah. yeah. It's at least 18 months. Yeah. And then suddenly I was got I, I thought I was mixing it with Scrubs. So... <laughs> <laughs> JB. J, is it JB? Oh, I can't remember. Let's Google. Let's do a Google. You keep talking. I'm going to do a Google. Okay. Um, but yeah, because he, he is he is far more powerful than you believe through the first arc of this. Um, and you find that out. Uh, and then, sorry, bye. <laughs> um, which is part of part of what traumatizes Perry so much. Um, and then she find and and then we find out who Perry really is. And then, well, shit, all hell breaks loose. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Perry comes from a really traumatic background that has been hidden yeah. from her and from everyone around them uh for good reasons for For real good reasons because hey guess what the bowmans might be monsters Mm -hmm. they're vampires and you know this but they also might be a little bit fucking awful you you, this is i think where you really start to get a little bit of a uh, breaking bad kind of vibe where there aren't any good people in this story No, right? not at this point. No, right? there really aren't. Like, you have the people that you're rooting for, but they're not good. Mm-mm. You almost feel ashamed for saying, "I hope they win." Yeah, yeah. I hope they kill all these FBI agents. Oh, oh. Yeah, who all have families and yeah, mm. yeah, lives. I can't wait to read volume three though. It's good. Which is good. which is very definitely, I think, probably the highest praise. Like, I mean, when you read a volume and you're like, "I want the next one." Yeah, that's 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 why I can't wait. I can't wait on the train. I love this too much. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, this oh. is this is Donny Cates writing some of his best non-superheroes. There's some stuff coming up, Brian. I just can't. Yeah, I'm going ha- to have to pick up one. Because Volume 3 is out. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I think Volume 4 is about to come out. Volume 3 just came out like a month ago. It's okay, was it? Okay, okay. So so there's a little bit. Yeah. Right, because it's on like 17 or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, In Because now when the trades come out, I'm like, I have to buy this because I'm going to hear it about hear about it from Jen if yeah. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I just might as well now. So I will. So this week I will. Pro- oh God, no! This week is to take one down. Uh, well, <laughs> you know what? I may still have to buy volume because I've got to. I've got to get it. I've yes, got, I've I loved it. I asked Jen which one should I catch, or I asked both of you, I guess, yeah. which one should I read first, mm-hmm. if I can only get to one, Curse Words, which is Brian's other pick, mm-hmm. or this. And I really surprised you there, didn't I? You did. And yeah. I was a little b- bummed, because this was the one I wanted to catch up well, on Well, then first. why would you ask? Because Just do the I'm one you want. But I'm also more likely to go catch up on this on my own time, which right. is the That's point. what I figured. If I good. force you to read Curse Words, you'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I like curse words. <laughs> For, which forcing someone to read curse words, God, what a punishment! Oh, oh no, how terrible! Yeah, uh, well, this is such a good book, and I, I need to find time to get caught up too. I'll mm-hmm. tell you what: reading a bunch of trades in one day mm-hmm. made me a little, a little. Uh, uh, Made me miss clearing the backlog a little bit. Jesus, um, you, you know what I like? Because just because I don't do it very often, God, I freaking love reading trades. I yeah. love reading trades. It's, it's been so it's it's 
so much nicer to get a big chunk of the story than... We should do this more often. We should do this like every three months or something. We should do this more often. Yeah, like Some stories I prefer in single issues. Basically Mm -hmm. for me the breakdown tends to be Marvel DC stuff is still written generally more to issue. I would agree with that. Agreed. And especially when you factor in like existing online with spoilers. Yeah. It's harder to You can't wait for the trade. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, There's not a lot of people writing issue to issue redneck spoilers. And even where there are... There are children screaming in my basement. Um, But that's just a day in digging why. Right. There's a and d group happening. The freezer's full and you've got to keep them somewhere. That's true. Yeah, I was going to say, that didn't come... You realize what that sounded like when you said that. That I eat children? Yeah. (laughs) I do. I mean, I do. But... Have we never mentioned before that you're the, uh, the, uh, damn it, not Baba Duke. Russian witch. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Oh, yeah, I am the Baba Yaga. Of Woodstock. The Baba Duke, the Baba Yaga. I don't live in Woodstock. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're right. You don't. Uh, yeah. I'm glad this isn't the podcast where we have to bleep our locations. I know, right? Stupid oh, wait, but if joke. they come from that one to this one. No, look, we're isolating that running joke. That running <laughs> joke only exists on that one. Good. <laughs> I only have to edit half also, of those episodes. I edit all of these. Also, we'd have to go back <laughs> so far and start bleeping. <laughs> Not going to happen. No. Nope. Like, if first it, episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh,. Oh, yes, James the Baba Yaga. 152 mm-hmm. of them, yeah. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. What else on Redneck? Anything else on Redneck? Uh, it's so good. Yeah. Like I said, uh, if you want to read something from Donnie that, other than superheroes, this is a really, really strong mm-hmm. story. If you want a good, good comic book where a wedding actually happens, read this book. What? Just wait. Just wait. Damn it. Number three. I got to go get it. <laughs> Seven to Eternity. So it's very this, pretty. This was an Alex choice. This was an Alex pick. Um, when we decided we were doing this episode, I think I even said like on episode one fifty one, like let's do this, and I'm going to do Seven to Eternity. That would be a good pick while we were talking about yes trade the trade coming out last week. Uh, this week for us, but last week as you're listening. Two weeks ago as you're listening, potentially. Um, look, time is a flat time is circle. Hard. Time is hard. Jeremy, yeah. bury me. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yes. Um, <laughs> Tuesday. I immediately <laughs> knew this was going to be a pick for me. Nothing. And everything. And also Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it's good, and I knew that trade was coming out, and I wanted to read it as soon as possible. But also, like, if we're going to stop and talk about trades, I needed some Rick Reminder something on here. Mm-hmm. Um, the master of trades. <sighs> I mean, he's one of the one of the ones who, like, especially creator and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that that trade is going to be worth the wait. Yeah, I tell you something else that tends to be good about his trades is his characters are and the way they're introduced and you follow them. Yeah, it's really helpful to read in trades so well, that so that. It, 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 I don't want to say they're because they're not forgettable in any way, but like trying to remember exactly who was this person and what they did well, is and the keyword there I think is was right because the thing that like he does super super well is to evolve his characters yes. and to change them. That's over exactly time. right and. Like, especially in his creator-owned work, that's a common theme. Like, the ways people change, the ways people adapt, and in the case of Seven to Eternity specifically, the compromises we make with ourselves, Mm. the compromises we make to exist in society, Mm -hmm. that society itself is a compromise. Uh, Right. Like, this, you're one or two in, Brian. One. You're one in. All right. So, Volume 3 was a little hard for me to read, not because I didn't like what was going on, but because I, right now in this, the year 2019, there are things I don't want to compromise on. Mm-hmm. 
And there are things that, like, I think if you sat down and asked Rick Reminder, who's not shy about his politics online and in interviews, like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't want to compromise on either. But so much of this issue is about if you're going to function, if you're going, or this this volume, if you're going to function, if you're going to exist, if you're going to make progress, you have to give up to get. Mm-hmm. You have to make friends out of enemies or else you're always going to be fighting. Right. Um, and I think there's a cynical read of this that, that, that maybe looks at that as a reactionary conservative view of the world not in a political way but in a you know progress can't happen kind of way right but it is how you make deals it is how you get things done it is yeah like it's a struggle that i like looking at the world looking at politics looking like it's something i struggle with is when to make that compromise when Mm -hmm. to say it's okay to make that compromise and that's so much of what this is about um yeah when is it better to just stay quiet and let it go and when do you speak up so this arc has adam and uh, Geralt's traveling together. Oh. Oh, snap. And an issue in, Geralt gets kidnapped by his estranged son, and the only person who could possibly save him is Adam. And Adam is seeing, like, the parts, like, they're traveling together, they're on the road together. Adam is seeing, like, the things that his father saw in him when they were still friends before they separated, and hearing all these stories about them together, but also at the same time, like, knows he doesn't trust him and doesn't like him, and he's, you know, Geralt's is responsible yeah for all these horrible things and then when he's kidnapped he's kidnapped to be executed ultimately essentially at least that's what adam assumes it's like well if i let him die that's in one way good but everyone who's made a deal with him will also die so i have to save him or everyone else suffers so it's very much just like i mean you know very real way it's like the trolley problem but extrapolated into fantasy world right but it's this very, like, personal version of it that's, you know, I can save my family, I can save him, I can save everyone, I don't know how much of all of it I can do, right. but I've got to do, I can't do nothing. Right. Wh- which choice is more more right? Which one is less yeah. evil? Which one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it builds to Adam making a choice that right or wrong for the greater good, at least to some people, is going to be seen as as bad as anything the Mud King has ever done. <sighs> And this whole, starting in, in volume one, this whole thing is about choices. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it starts from a very black and white morality. Oh, very close. Yeah, 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 yeah. And three arcs into what's going to be a four arc, a four volume story. Like, uh, there are no good guys left, not in, I think, the same way that you guys meant in right. Redneck, mm-hmm. but in a, because there just is no black and white good and evil. Yeah, there's just, everything's gray. Like, so much of this is tearing down that kind of... of we Rose mentioned this. Glasses, la- we mentioned yeah. this. I think in the yeah. other episode we recorded today, last week's episode, the the J.R.R. Tolkien post World War One, World War Two right. fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like there is no black and white, good and evil in right. that way. Right. There are right things and wrong things, but they're really and, like and which those, is less wrong, right. which is right. more right. Yeah, everything becomes muddled. Yes. Yeah. The Mud King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. So yeah, like it's it's. Like I said, it was a hard read for me in some ways, but re- do, like just as taking out like the yeah. person, like a really fucking good. Do read. we get back to his family? Yes. Okay. Good. You good. see his family in this. Um, 
I will tell you that in the second arc, Katie, Katie is traveling. Yeah. Okay. You, you, there is less of Katie in this arc than I would like, in three than I would like, okay. but I think four is going to be more about both of them. That would make sense. This one needed to focus like, more on Adam. And the reason that, that was why I specifically asked the question, right? Because in the first volume, and specifically the first issue, right? It's very clear Katie is going to be an important yeah. character right. somehow. Well, and here's the other thing too, like, even if Katie doesn't become a major character, and when I say major, I mean, like, right. she's important to the story, but she's not, like, page count-wise, focus-wise. That's what I, and that's, I meant she's important not, to the story, yeah. She's not even, like, the third most prominent character. Right, I would guess that, right, yeah. Um, but Reminder and Opeña, who just drew Opeña's art in this, oh. is... I mean, look, part of the reason I got into reading comics weekly was Rick Remender and Jerome Opeña and Dean White. And this is Remender and Opeña and Matt Hollingsworth, who's yes. an amazing colorist, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the colors in this are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Remender and Opeña have been figuring out this world for close to 20 years now. And they've said they could spend like the rest of their careers just telling stories in its timeline. So my guess is even if Katie is not a focal point of this four arc story mm-hmm. that at some point they'll return and at some point it will be her story well because so much you, you're you, you're you've already you're already introduced just in volume one that so much of this is about adam and kind of what he has inherited from his father yeah and what his father's views were versus his views and kind of that whole almost legacy kind of thing right yeah and clearly katie is going to be who inherits whatever from him yeah whatever that may be and i don't even know after right right whatever but like so that's why I say it seems like she's going to be very important. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. I, I just I can't say enough good about. It. I mean, I love Reminder's stuff in general, but I think this might be the my favorite thing uh-huh. of his of his at least creator owned stuff. Dang, okay, yeah. it's wonderful. Jen, angelic. Yeah, so I think it's pretty fucking hilarious that my two picks this week were sex and religion. Um, <laughs> This is a post-apocalyptic world where human beings have left. They're gone. All you need now is one about death. I know. Fuck and robots. Death. Robots. Death. Love death and robots. Anyway. Oh, we'll <laughs> Although there are robots in this, so it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. So this is... People are gone. They've left Earth because shit went bad. Yes. Wait, wait. We fucked up the Earth? What? Uh, well, we fucked up and the Earth was fucked up because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we intentionally fucked up the earth. Of course we did. Yeah. Um, I'll put it this way. If you've played Horizon Zero Dawn, there this are some is basically themes. that. This is basically like the coastal version of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are nothing but animals left. And there are these weird, spliced, genetically altered animals. Yeah. The monkeys. Like the, the, the monks. The monks. The monks who live in the rooftops and basically i read the first issue of yeah yes yeah yep yeah. Yes. i remember yeah. you have the monks who are winged monks winged monks they're yes. flying monkeys uh and and they worship the makers yes basically the humans who created them to save yeah. the world so, yeah yeah and we don't know up front that it's the humans because their rival gang the, the, the rival faction are the mans they fight the yes. mans Correct. and at the end of the first issue we realize the mans are not human they're not the mans are manatees it's a war between monkeys and manatees it's so fucking adorably awesome it's so cute and the manatees live in these little like eggs yeah. <laughs> these little mechanical eggs these little up pods yeah not up pods wally pods yeah yep it's wonderful 
I and, guess. I mean, I'm sure that they could swim on their own. Oh, uh, they've said they die. One of them says they die outside of. Well, the... yeah. I mean, not in the water. Uh, okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. Also, that's that's proven incorrect later. True. Yeah. This true. Is, so this is like the Remender or Lemire version of animosity. <laughs> it's the Seisperger version. It's Seisperger. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Right, like yeah. animosity or we three or yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the man's worship a. A. I thought it was I. Because I. I thought we were looking for I's I. They were they were looking for A's I. They needed to reunite A and I. A. I. Wow. Okay. That's how I read it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that could be. <laughs> Who knows? Probably, hey, this is the fun thing about barrier. comics. There's interpretation. Yeah. Nobody is verbally yeah. speaking these things to me, so... A-Y. Yeah. Also, the writer is British, so... It's probably A's I, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I just meant, like, the vowel sounds are different, so yeah. who knows? Then you get A-I. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yep, I'm getting there, okay. Ryan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Okay. So this whole time we follow a little a little girl monk, uh-huh. and that's what they call themselves, girl monks and boy monks, named Cora, who is destined to be the low wife of Alpher. Who's a real poop butt. He's a real poop butt. <laughs> full of poop stink and everything. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Alpher. Um, Alpher's the worst. Alpher is, of course, the alpha monk who has all of these high wives and low wives that are just there for breeding yeah. when a when a monk when a girl monk becomes um a low wife becomes a low wife she has her wings removed so she can no longer free fly Ugh. she can't go anywhere she's no just there, there she's huh? just there for making the babies Ugh. fuck you fuck you so she ends up um poop on the makers poop on the makers poop on the makers for real i love the language that they. i do too it's very god good. the the monk's language it is like a bunch of children evolved yeah. a, a society it, it is real good yeah. it is real good brian you would love this it's lord of the lord of the monkeys lord of the monkeys yeah. lord of the flying monkeys lord of the flying monkeys nice. yes so cora ends up on this beach after a food run she's she's pissed off she does not want to be a low wife she wants to do adventures and she has all these asks which are questions yeah she's all these asks but they're not allowed to have asks no if you have an ask you get more duties that's right and all of yeah. a sudden there she gets sort of cornered by a phase cat yeah flying doll Dolphins, which are called dolts, rocket-powered flying dolphins. Rocket I fucking dolphins. kid you not. Who, who speak? <laughs> yes. <laughs> who speak like I don't even know. They're they're very hum ho cheerio chap. Yeah, that's how they talk. They're very, but very they're so British. very dumb. They're oh. so very dumb. They're just the dumbest. Because you've had these, you learn later these parallel evolutions where you have the the bio, mm-hmm. which is like the monks, and we learn later phase cat, right? That are the product of the makers, right? Yeah, and then you have the the mans and the dolts and some others that are cyber that are basically husks that are controlled by technology. Yes. Oh. Wow, there's. Mm, mm-hmm. I could draw a lot of similarities. Man, I feel yeah, really I stupid. By the way, How's that? the whole AI thing. Oh. Man, I feel. I feel really stupid. I mean, for what it's worth, I read that as I up until like issue five when I'm like, wait, they're looking for an I and that's spelled differently. They're looking for A's I. They're looking for A's A A I. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Feels so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I thought at first what was going on was like they were they were slurring A I into like diphthong I. Like I thought that's what was just over the it'd been like A I A I I I. I, I. Yeah, yeah. A and I were separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got. Yep. Yeah. Took mm-hmm. me a minute too. Okay, and even if you look in the comic, 
Uh, they're shaped like a little triangle thing, and one's a little cylinder thing. So it's a AI. Fuck, I'm stupid. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you read these late at night. Uh, yeah, I did fall asleep reading them actually. Um, we eventually learn mm-hmm. that the makers created an AI that basically went. Uh, I'd call it the full Asimov. Yeah, <laughs> the full Asimov. And so the makers and the AI went to war. Mm-hmm. And eventually the humans were like, well, we can't beat this. And we can't let it get to the point where it can just control humans. So we're going to go into space and we're just going to poison and kill every other human who's not important. Right. They take like the engineer, the most important, most the important rulers and the engineers, engineers rulers, yeah, the scientists. I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more of the comparison you made earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they put them on ice. They, they hold them in stasis. And they breed the monks and the other bio. Uh, what do they call them? They call them... Humbles. No. Well, the humbles are, are a kind, but like the term for... Not centuries, but like there's a there's a term in the book that the humans use, that the makers use, that, you know, all these, all these, bi- what, what the bio call them, you know, the bio call themselves bio, but there was a human term for it too that's like centuries or something, like it's a synonym uh, of yeah, that. Um, like they're meant to like watch over the land and keep things going and when the time is right, like hit the button to wake the humans back up. Right. And. But it's been so long that nobody remembers that that's they're what like, they're supposed they're, to do. They're the wallies, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, uh, well, I don't even know that they even don't remember. I mean, it's never, it's in a, their... a hasn't been beaten. Right. So well, and it, yeah. it's stuff, like, it's stuff that's in their scriptures, but it's, yeah. those are their holy books. It's not. Like, everything has been lost and yeah. distorted. Right. They're given scripture and ritual. Long-ass telephone game. And the, like, holographic general who explains all this says, yes, and really all you need to get them to do this is to tell them that it's mandated and promise them a pat on the head when it's done. Yeah. So their entire religion is just built out. Yeah. Yeah. And the entire time the mans think that they've found this dumb little monk that yeah. they can control. And it turns out Korra is actually like the most intelligent of the monks. Yeah. And figures out I mean, all well, of this stuff. She has all the asks. Yeah, she yeah. has all the well, asks. And she has a, a man's counterpart, the complainer. Yes, the complainer. Like, the complainer. I love the complainer. I need oh. I need a little complainer oh plushie. Oh my god, yes. is Mike the complainer? <laughs> I might be the complainer. Oh, yeah. you know what? I think we're all the complainers. <laughs> uh, There's a little bit of complainer in all of us. <laughs> I just, you caught at the very end with, with her pet bird. The, the last oh. panel with them together is her oh. petting it on the head. Oh my god, that bird it killed me. It I know, head. and says we'll be better than them. Oh, it's so wonderful. But all they need to do to serve is be the I promise know. of a pet on the head. I know, and it hurts so bad. It hurts so good. Oh. Oh. And we're back to Sunstone. <laughs> <laughs> different. It's different. It's different. I want to read this. Now. This book is so good. It's so good. It's so it's fun and it's like it's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's got all the like frustrating at times and. Mm-hmm. I mean, like if you took Horizon Zero Dawn and like that kind of animosity we three thing and Mark Russell's Flintstones and put it in a blender. Yeah, oh. that's that is very accurate. I was. It sounded. I was going to add that it sounds like there's a lot of social commentary in this. Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. It's generally less. It's not less hey, built hey, in comedy. Look at this. Hey, look at this. Look at this social commentary. Right. Hey, hey, look at this. No. Yeah. It's good and subtle, at least. For the most it, part. For the most part. It's in the the tune of Animal Farm, but not quite as blatant. Yeah. 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 It's very good. Curse words. 
Ooh. Weezord. Weezord. Yeah, so... Hashtag uh, Team Margaret. So I read volume oh, one. Oh, one, one is Margaret. I read volume one right when it came out. Mm-hmm. So it's been a hot minute since... Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's been a hot minute since I uh, read the volume one. So I kind of had to reacquaint myself just a little, super quick. It took about five minutes. But um, this one is much, much more about whole world. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. And the other wizards. And we kind of learn who they all are and get a taste of their personalities. Yeah. <laughs> They're all garbage. Um, they remind it, what it reminded me the most of is uh, in the Wheel of Time there is a group called the Chosen who serve the dark the big dark lord guy person and, but they're always infighting with each other also and th- yeah it, right. this is very much that yeah there's a yeah. ton of infighting oh my god but they are the worst and, but these <laughs> these characters like <laughs> Congrats. To, be, to be honest Mazel Tov Alex <laughs> I leaned over to cough and not cough into the mic, and in doing so, my headphone cable knocked over my water bottle. <laughs> Which was twice as loud as the cough would have been. That was well done, sir. But fortunately, the lid was on it. Yeah. And then the cough went away. You scared your cough away. No, I've I never... still need the cough. Oh, oh. Here, hold on. I'll mute you. <laughs> I still picked you up from yeah, ours. That's fine. Yeah. Oh. But some of these, some of these other wizards are just both terrifying and the worst. Um, Bochco, Bochco, <laughs> Clear Boy cracks me up. <laughs> Clear Boy, oh God, wait, oh just wait. Um, oh my God, who just was wait. The, who was the girl with her dad's head strapped to her chest? Uh, fuck. Oh my God, she's like terrifying. Yeah. yeah. So it's she, not Crazy Jane, but it's a similar name. Yeah, and she is. Oh, it's uh, it's something B. Uh, it's not Silly B. Is silly B. Yeah, okay. Silly B. That's it. Her name is Silly B, and she basically has necromantic powers, mm-hmm. and she is terrifying. She's fucking insane. Well, she's that too, yes. Yeah, so, like, somebody offers her some wine, mm-hmm. and she's like, I don't know, I don't know if my dad would like it, I better ask him. So she brings the head back to life, and he's like, let me go, kill me, get rid yeah. of me, da 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 and she's like... Dad, so and so is offering you some wine, and it's a party. Can I have some? Half a cup. It's yeah. like, holy <laughs> shit, you are, you have lost your fucking mind, girl. <laughs> to be fair, it was, let me die. Yeah, let me die. That was it. Half a cup. <laughs> Half a cup. Mm hmm. Uh, but, and then, um, oh God, I, I am so horrible with names today. So who's the, the bad guy? Syzygy. Syzygy. Yeah. Can't imagine why I couldn't keep a name like Syzygy in my head. Yeah, I mean, listen to an F-25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Yeah. <sighs> but he is the worst. He, and he keeps them all, <laughs> he keeps them all fighting each other so that clearly they don't all turn on him. Correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what you think anyway. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's what we're given here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just oh. waiting for it to turn out that Margaret is in fact the ultimately evil playing everyone and ends up winning and I'm okay with that. So at the <laughs> Oh, en- can we be guys see it further? <laughs> at the at the end of the last volume Ruby Stitch mm-hmm. ha- had been sent to Earth to kill Wizard, and he kind of flips the tables on her, and she loses all her powers. Yes. So this starts. Wizard is kind of trying to recruit her, and says, "I have a way for you to get your powers back." And she's like, "Oh, so it's a deal you're trying to make? You're trying to manipulate me?" And blah blah. blah. He's like, "No, I'm not going to do that. But you know, you, you can have your powers back regardless. But I really do need you to help me with this. And you know, here it is. And every time you think, yeah, okay, Wizard's the good guy, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait." <laughs> 
There are points where you're supposed to think Wizard's the good guy. I mean, okay, not about the time you're the ready least to, bad guy. About the time you're ready to start rooting for Wizard. Right? How's that? Yeah, he might turn this ship around. Right. Nope, nope, no, nope. He, he went even further into the rocks. God. And then, then we have the Interpol agent Jacques Zoc. God, I love Jacques Zoc. Jacques Zoc is very good. Who is fantastic? I mean, even his a chair, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> One of my two favorite chair comic book characters. I knew that was coming. Yes. Go ahead. Chairface Chippendale. There you go. Um, you knew the answer. I did that. know the answer, but I, I figured Brian's you... Brian's arch nemesis. I, I knew you would no. say it. That would be your But I always conquer Chairface Chippendale. You do? Yes, I do. Always win So does that end. make you the good guy? Right up until the point when you find out I'm still an asshole. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you find out all of this that Wizard's been doing whenever he recharges to get his magic back isn't nearly as innocent as it seems. Like, it's really hurting people. Well. Well, it's, hurting it's might like, not be the right way, but. It's like a, hmm. Everything he does is like a when you wish from a genie. Yes. Everything he does Everything is like that. Everything is a bit of a monkey's paw, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. like an Aladdin genie thing. No, yeah, like, like a djinn. Yeah. yeah. Like a devil and Daniel Webster. Yes. Like oh. a bedazzle. You have to phrase it just. Just fucking right. You're doing a bedazzled every time. Ugh. Yes. But, uh, well, I'm sorry. Hold on. That yes was you picturing... Uh, Elizabeth uh, Hurley, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. We have to move on or I will keep picturing Elizabeth Hurley. Is that bad a bad thing? No, it's not. I no, not but so. we won't do any more podcasting. <laughs> or I won't do any more podcasting. You guys might. Um, yeah, this is fun. And, and and we find out Margaret is maybe Margaret's on her own side. Yeah. There's maybe. no maybe about that. She says point blank, I am on my own side. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I do not answer to any of you. No. Yeah, right. She's trying to find who she is by having Wizard occasionally turn her into different animals. Yeah. yeah. Different Australian animals. They just feel right for some reason. Yeah. I love it. I've, I don't remember if this is in that volume, but is it where like she's looking through the different yeah. pages? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's got the, 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 the creature, the animals of Australia yeah. page. She's got her zoo like, books. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Maybe maybe this one. No, no, no. I'm sure that if she asked me, I could help her find the right animal. Yeah, probably. I'm good at weird animal trivia. No. Yeah, but she was a capybara for a second, wasn't she? Mm, in the first volume? Second. She was a koala. In the, in the, in the transfer second between volume. the first yeah. and second. Boop, boop, in between. Yeah. How is there an in-between two volumes? Like No, like like at the end of the first one and the beginning of the second one, right? It has also been a very long time. Like, she wasn't... Like pre-platypus. She wasn't a capybara at the beginning of this, was she? She was a... Uh... Was she? I'm pretty sure she was a capybara for at least a second. It could have been in one of the one shots. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> the shadow. Probably. The shadow probably knows. Yeah. yeah. Charles Soule. Yeah. Charles Soule. He definitely knows. Tweet him out. Let's find out. <laughs> was Margaret ever a capybara? Help, I'm trying to win an argument. That's not a capybara. I, I, no, I knew it I was know. something else, but I was like... Mm, but I thought like in the transition mm, when... I don't think so. Yeah, she was. She only changes once in this volume. Yeah, I think it goes straight from, from Hawk to uh, Platypus. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yep. What am I remembering? Volume 3. Possible. But, yeah, I, Margaret is still the best. She is the best. Hashtag team Margaret. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I love I, I love on Whole World when he's throwing, Sissy's throwing like the summer party or whatever, the spring fling thing. And you see, and they're like, oh. The picnic? Is, yeah, the picnic. Okay. It's like, this is the best world ever because you see all this green and like the trees growing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful, beautiful park area, right? And then they pull back and it's literally like this one circle of, of beautiful ground, park yep. ground, carried on the backs of all these 
suffering human slavish type people. Yeah. It's like the worst. Yeah. Yep. And everything else is oh, just desolate. God, ruined. I cannot wait for you guys to get farther in this. Pay attention to everything you're reading in the first two volumes, yeah. I would say. Too late. <laughs> go back. Go back. I'm okay right now. If I read it right now, I'll be good. No, but it's, yeah. it's, Cause it's me. We're good. Everything. Every tiny detail that you don't think is going to be important so you didn't fucking pay attention to it is going to come back and you're going to go, holy shit, did I see this somewhere else? I did. I mm. genuinely did. I literally transliterated all of the scrambled words in the balloons in the first issue into English. Damn. And they're just anagrams of the words they stand in for. Oh, I yeah. mean, okay. Maybe I should have yeah. paid more attention. Yeah, that happens in this one too. Like when... When Jacques Socks shows up in Whole World, he's like, where are my sons? Like, that's what the little, right. the first bubble that was scrambled says, is where are my sons? Oh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but all of Wizard's stuff in number one is just, each word is an anagram of the other word. Right. Or of the word that it actually is, yeah. Mm. Translated for your convenience. Thanks. <laughs> Transliterating. Yes. Yeah. It's not translation. No, there's like a, at the, at the beginning when it's like, this is in another language oh, you yeah. couldn't possibly understand. And then that has a double asterisk. Translated for your convenience. <laughs> Aren't we nice? Translated from French. Yeah. Also known as the name of love. In this case, familial love. Don't be weird. Don't, don't be weird. <laughs> or don't be gross or whatever. Yeah I, yeah, I really like, I like how complicated and awful all of these characters are. Oh yeah. They're all awful. They're all Every awful. one of them Except is awful. maybe Margaret. Every one of them is awful. Maybe. Every and one only, of them is I, awful. And I say only maybe Margaret. Mm, maybe that's at this point. maybe every one of them maybe every one of them is awful is Jacques Zach awful maybe every one of them mm. is awful knowing his motivations is he awful knowing his motivations maybe not so maybe much, but... maybe every one of them is awful okay well Jin's <laughs> read more of it than us so I'm gonna go with what she <laughs> says I get the feeling they're all awful uh, maybe yeah. We've oh wandered God. into a vast wasteland of questionable morality this episode. Huh. Oh, that. Oh, Other that's... than Sunstone. Other than Sunstone. They're all good people. Other than Sunstone. They're all good people who clearly communicate and try not to hurt anybody. That's right. I have so many asks. I have so many asks. God fucking. It's. Curse Words is so good. It is very good. And I so clever. That. Yeah, it, it is. I will say that it is probably one of the most clever mm -hmm. books. There aren't many books where I'm like, I have to flip back and forth through the volumes. Like the way the way they outsmart each other and then kind of in some cases outsmart themselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a comic written by an attorney. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's used to that tete a tete. Yeah, yeah. farmhand. Yeah, did you? Oh no! So Brian. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and keep up with you, and then I'm gonna definitely taper off there at the end. Yeah. Okay. So farmhand is written and drawn by Rob Gallori. Yeah. Who is the artist on Chew? Yes. And like this is no knock against John Lehman. Like Outer Darkness is amazing. If you haven't been reading it, go check it out. But it is very clear that so much of just like the pervasive sense of humor through Chew is Rob Galore's contribution. Yes. Like in the same way that and when we the talk grossness. about <laughs> in this like the the fascinating, like I can't not look at yeah. it and just stare at how like well formed it is. Yeah. And how pretty but also yes. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the same way that when we talk about sex criminals, we talk about how much of just the ambiance of the, you know, the, the, the little titles and the funny whatever in the background is Chip. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he and Matt talk about how much they share credit right. for this. Right. Like, famously, one of them turned down a, 
accepting an award because the other wasn't also named on it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a writing award and Matt turned it down because he wasn't going to claim it without Chip's name on it too. That's cool. Uh, like so much of that kind of comedy in Chew clearly came from Rob Guillory because it's so, so present here. Like little signs in the background and mm-hmm. that kind of like... I think some of this comes comes like the style of the art sets a tone that makes this normal, but like the idea of normal normalizing just totally weird stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's almost magical realism, right? It's not yeah. weird that it's happening. It's the drama around it and the conspiracy around it and the people being shitty around it that are what get called out. Yes. Like, so the setup for Farmhand. Let's contextualize that. Mm-hmm. So the setup for Farmhand is uh, a man. Who has moved his family back to his hometown, sort of like rural farm country Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Freetown, I think the town is called. Uh, and is reuniting with his estranged father and with his sister. And his father runs like a corporate farm to raise replacement body parts. Yes. Because he has created, after seeing a vision, he's having a dream, he has created a seed that he has named from himself and called the Jedediah seed uh, that when grown can like function as a basic Basically, it's, a, it's explained as a new kind of human stem cell. Mm-hmm. Stem cell. Uh, it can grow out, like, you can grow arms on a tree, and you can grow noses out of flowers, and you can grow uh, any body part you want. And then you just attach them to a person, and they kind of hook in, and then they beca- they blend in and pick up the same pigmentation. Mm-hmm. They're completely indistinguishable from, you know, a, 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 an arm that you're born with. Right. They basically acquire your DNA. Right. And rewrite itself to be you. At least that's the theory. Right. But... There's like a weird history that we're, we only see bits and pieces of in the first volume mm-hmm. uh, between Zeke and Jedediah. And there's weird stuff going on the ta- in the town, some of which has to do with Jedediah clearly. Yes. And some of which I think is going on without his knowledge. Mm-hmm. And some of which is just like his own actions spinning out in ways he can't control really no matter how hard he tries. Yeah. Um, and the act of growing these body parts is not viewed as weird, but all the stuff that happens i love that people are like yeah this is just a thing that we have now yeah that's how science has progressed yeah it's how science has progressed but also like people keep getting hurt around your dad so stay away from me yeah the science is fine but like there are also monsters that are created because of it and we don't want any part of that right Uh, which is how it would be right wait unforeseen consequences due to science no um and like all of that is presented with a consistent like sense of humor behind it and all of that is presented as being like kind of kooky but at the same time like the stakes feel real like it's not just yeah. dismissed because it's funny right it's a really great balancing game this uh so how far into this are you three issues yeah so you've met the like caterpillar pug yeah i want one uh-huh he looks so stupid but it so does. cute it's so cute um definitely better than the nightmare chihuahua yes it's not no no you don't wanna no you're not wanna. gonna or the, or the beast from the meat meat you're not gonna feed rusty and duncan any of the jedediah seeds fruit i mean i really don't plan on it Rusty would get into it. Yeah, that's true. Is there a possibility if we come a land shark? No. Don't think that's how this works. I don't. I don't. No. No. I think this land shark cosplay is probably his best. It's, yeah, that's closest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first volume of this, which again runs through number five, number six actually just came out. I 
had to catch up on this. I actually meant to read this in weekly issues. I have all the or monthly issues. I have all of the individuals. And I'm going to go back to monthly actually because um, I like it that much. But the first arc kind of ends with us learning who Thorn is, who's kind of referenced oh, okay. early on, and maybe what their role and what's going on is. Oh. And we realize it's someone who we've met in the first issue. It's someone who Zeke's wife meets in the first issue, who's kind of running her own stuff and has her oh. own history with jet so there's like deeper conspiracy longer born conspiracy throughout all of this um i think this might also be just past where you stop but we also learned that zeke's sister andy a is former military and they're on assignment well yeah you knew that do we know that she's there we, on assignment? we don't know that she's there on assignment okay. but you know that she's former. you can so like, tell you don't know but you can tell from the way that she conducts herself that yeah. she's former military and like our best clue that outside of this town people know stuff is up is she has what we would think think of as i mean what actual real world prosthetics she has Mm -hmm. a fake leg and not has never like accepted a jedediah seed right is this because i haven't read i mean i've read past three so i don't know what goes on but they're zeke's weird dreams that he has from being a child is is that related we don't see through five like anything at the scale of what he dreams okay uh so like there's kind of a low running religious theme through this too like his godfather is a a pastor named Mm -hmm. tree who you know at one point zeke sits down with and tree's like yeah your father had this dream and we both thought it was divinely inspired oh you both thought it was from god why'd you follow i didn't say it was from god Um, and you get this almost like religious vision context kind of yeah. around his which like maybe they're not kind of like in paper girls maybe they're not literal yeah but also maybe they could be later there is definitely a scene in four that calls back to the very first scene his very first dream that's right. him and andy in the chicken enclosure yeah there's a scene that's him and andy in the chicken enclosure before uh before maybe the the seeds start spreading outside of jedidai control in a very broad way okay um so like it could be that that dream is metaphor and we see it play out in a different way right but it could also be like stuff that is really only happened. now starting to happen and we're not there yet right you know yeah because to me it made it seem like it could be it could be that jedediah was like taken over yeah and this is no longer his father doing these things i don't think of all you men that jedediah is anything but jedediah okay i think jedediah has been taken over in as much as what he's doing has gone past his intentions yeah and that it's gonna be up to zeke and andy to deal with it and that it's gonna be like a sins of the father kind of thing yeah um one thing we see is that thorn's role with Zeke was actually working in the lab together and they had a falling out over whether or not they should try applying this to brain tissue. Oh. Yeah. And Zeke did not want to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Zeke said this far and no more. Yeah. I kind of get both sides. Like, like yeah. who, who's, who is the person who gets to say this is too much? Yeah. And like, I could easily see... And we're a volume in, and I don't want to hit the Chew comparison too heavily because, you know, you had a different creative team looking at the creative team as a whole there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Rob Galori clearly was a big part of that. And I could easily see, like, some of the same kind of shades are like three or four volumes in. The lines are drawn differently than they are after yeah. one volume. Um, I don't know that there necessarily are clear lines even really after one volume. Um, but it's such a good book. And, like, once I started reading it again, I was glad to have the trade of 
my hand because I could just read a huge chunk of it. Yeah. Um, but I want to stay cut up on this one. I'm, I'm going to get back. I'm going to read six sometime over the weekend and like get back on that monthly grind. Mm-hmm. And then still probably keep getting the traits. But <laughs> I like it a lot. It's very good. Brian, when are you going to read it? Don't know. I've got, there's a, this is not currently on the list, just because there's so many other things, the list is too big. You need to work on that list. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, like, take a week and rent yourself a cabin in the woods. (laughs) I just go read comics. That will not end poorly for you. No, 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 no. no comics found in the woods. No, <laughs> if it's bound in leather, don't read from it. No, but, I, hey, I'm not the one that would read from the book. Okay, it's true. We all know I would. No, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. and so would six out of seven Twitter listeners. God, <laughs> no wonder the world's going to end. I know. <laughs> I mean, hey, I haven't read out of the book, and look where we are now. Listen, if you read from the book, you know that I would leave immediately, right? Like, not wait for you to get in the car. Gone. Yeah, Jen, yeah, Jen and I Jen, are out. Do you Please. think at this point I'd tell you? As soon as I realized you had read from the book, I would be outie three thouty. Peace. How's my poker face? Against me? Yeah. Mm, we'd have to test that one. For all you know, I already have read from it. No, no. Like, shit's bad, but shit's not that bad. Okay. I have not yet read from it. You didn't read from it two years ago, did you? Hey, don't put this on me. Alex Alex did it. To quote the poet. God damn it, Brian. To quote the poet Shaggy, it wasn't me. (laughs) All right. Anything else from hand? No, it's so good, though. So good. Read it. Read it. Read it. And weirdly beautiful. Very weirdly beautiful. All right. Wait, have you read any of Chew? Brian, read the Weird Food Visions. I've only got several hundred hours of books to read as it is. Hey, I'm going to make you a deal. You still do have to read Chew at some point. You can read this first. Okay. Since there's only one volume to catch up yeah. on. Yeah. Rather than ten. I, I appreciate your generosity. By there. the way. That is generosity. You know what's coming back? What? Chew. No shit. Layman has tweeted it's that he started back. working When do we it. get the fucking cartoon? Yeah, I... Like they've already they've already done episodes. No, yeah, was, they have because Stephen Yoon was talking about having it? recorded stuff. He recorded stuff. He record. Okay, there's stuff that was recorded. There's stuff that was recorded with the assumption that their original plan for uh, what's his name, the agent who is his partner in the first arc. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give me a minute. It's been a long time yeah. since I've read you. And then Robin Williams died. Oh right. And they did recast. But you don't really, you can't get away with replacing Robin Williams with David Tennant and not re-recording. Yeah. So I don't think what they had was salvageable, is my understanding. Because what the last I checked three or four months ago was like, it's just kind of in development hell and never probably happening now, unfortunately. Poop. Poop stink. Um... But Stephen Ewan is attached to the Invincible cartoon for Amazon. So okay. that's something. Sure. I want I want you to happen. I very much want you to happen. But anyway. We'll see. You can read this first since it'll be quicker to cut up uh, on. Thank you for your dinner. Of course. I thought that by talking about it this week it would force you into it. But clearly I was mistaken. I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> next week's books to read. There next week's books to read. Woo woo. So, we found an abbreviated list of options for April 3rd. Yeah. There is clearly some stuff that wasn't on the list. I mean, it was mostly just, like, DC, Marvel, Image, IDW, Dark Horse, like, the... The, the bigger... Yeah, it didn't include any small press. Right. Yeah. So, we may easily be missing something, but we still have a fair few. We're gonna start with Brian. Yeah. 
who is going to tell us about Section Zero. Section Zero. Um, this is a new comic by Carl Kessler, uh, coming out from Image. Uh, it is described as Jack Kirby does the X Files. Um, it is uh, a fearless, some fearless adventures who uncover the secret behind UFOs. Cool. Yeah. Swamp and... gas reflected off a weather balloon. I can't wait for shit to get trippy. Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds really, really cool. Also coming out next week, Rocco's Modern Afterlife. Which I know we talked about in solicitations a couple of months ago. O-Town is overcome with a zombie plague. And when Heifer gets it, Rocco must intercede. Yes. It's going to be real, real good. It is going to be good. Uh, Brian. Yes, sir. And probably, really, realistically, probably all of us. Definitely Brian and me. War of the Realms. Oh yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is the big Marvel event book of the of the summer. Mm-hmm. The or caps- spring, I guess, but yeah, the capstone to Aaron's the, run. Yeah, which has been running basically the entire time I've been reading comics. Yeah, like six months shy of the entire time I've been reading comics, he has been writing Thor and building to this. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, and I mean, there's everything from the you know the normal the the actual book itself to you know uh, some miniseries that are coming. Out. there's a couple one shots there's some tie-ins to ongoing series so it is like the full-blown crossover yeah. event i'm sure we'll talk about them separately but highlights include the mcelroys mm-hmm. writing a miniseries yeah. and doc ock recruiting the west coast avengers and superior spider-man yes yeah. i'm very excited for that yeah because god he's just gonna be annoyed oh yeah yep i mean <sighs> doc ock and quentin choir <laughs> Oh, they're going to be kindred spirits. I wonder if he'll build Jeff a Mac. <gasps> Shut up. Shut up. I need it. All right. Jen. I also need a Jeff plushie, by the way. I need yeah. it. I need that would, it. That would be pretty amazing. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Curse words. Spring has sprung. Yeah, this is the last of this like unofficial trilogy the seasonal trilogy uh and we get the love story of weezord and ruby stitch and and what what happens because of all this i can i cannot wait these seasonal specials you you could read them whenever you want but it does tie in so much information yeah it ties so much of it together and and it's one of the seasonal specials brian that you really need to read if you love Clearboy. Okay. You just, you really need to read it. It's so good. Yeah, yeah Clearboy's fun. It's so funny. Yeah, Clearboy's just always invisible if you, yeah. 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 Marvel team-up number one, Eve Ewing, who writes Ironheart, will be writing Miss Marvel and Peter Parker Spider-Man together. Fuck yeah. Which, I'm loving Ironheart, and I love Peter Parker and Kamala, and I love Peter and Kamala together, because that's a thing that happened, at least occasionally, in G. Willow Wilson's Miss Marvel run. Mm-hmm. So like an entire at least arc of a series based on the two of them working together is super cool to And me. this is Marvel Rising, right? Just, no. Is it not? No. Marvel Rising is a mini-series tie-in to the Marvel Rising cartoons. Okay. This is Marvel Team-Up. Okay. Which is in comics continuity. Okay. Which Marvel Rising isn't. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, Marvel Rising's just a different thing. Okay. Yeah. It sort of is its own universe. Yeah, and it's... Okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. yeah. It's still cool, if yeah. you haven't checked it out, but it's aimed at a different... It's aimed at more, like, younger women right. or girls okay, who right. want to... Okay. Like, watch cartoons with characters they love it i'm like go figure huh. that huh huh are you sure that girls want to do that yes okay. i'm not even going to pretend like that's not the answer <laughs> yes uh 
but no, this is this is like a five issue arc, and this the series is an ongoing. But this is a five issue arc. That's just regular six one six Peter and Kamala. Okay, cool. Yeah, and like she occupies kind of the same space he did originally. Like he's the high, she's the high schooler trying to figure out how to get her act together. Mm-hmm. So it's a really natural pairing. Nice. Uh, there was an effort while Dan Slott was writing Spider Man to like give Peter a sidekick, and it never totally congealed. And then Miss Marvel came along, and that pairing worked. So like I think it's a more natural version. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better that it's not a spider related. Well, this yeah. wasn't a spider related. Uh, no, I'm just I'm saying yeah. that's. I think it's better that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Like making Miles his sidekick. That doesn't. Right. Yeah. That... Yeah. You guys both have the same power set. How are you supposed right. to right. work with each other's? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. We're out of stuff. Okay. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's all very very good. Go read. And we should do episodes like this more often. I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 It was it was nice to get get some big chunks of some stuff I've been wanting to read. Yeah. yeah. We do this more often. We can make Brian read more stuff than he keeps saying he will. And I can get caught up on the shit that I keep meaning to read. Can you really, though? Yeah, no, I really did, though. Good. (laughs) Except for, you know, last week's books. (laughs) Period. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like to visit us on our website, you can do so at panelologypodcast.com. If you want to support the show, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can share us with people. Or, if you are feeling financially generous, you can go to patreon.com slash panelology and support us financially there. If you would rather participate in the rituals of capitalism, you can go to bit.ly slash panelology merch with a capital p and a capital m and yes it matters and buy swag with our logo on it and eventually other designs yes that will be a problem for future us and a an opportunity for future you to participate once again in said capitalist rituals that's right it's a very comfy t-shirt it's really soft i dig it jen's wearing one i am i am and i love it olo 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 (laughs) if you see me at an event don't come up to me and just shout olo or do. I don't care. I don't care. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. Didn't we do this already? Yeah. Have we yeah, said our names I yet? have so much deja vu happening. Yeah. Go forth and read. Mm-hmm.